Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these nug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot in the making. No need for other. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. HQ up in this bitch. Uh, it's your boy Cooper. This week I'm riding solo, solo on the episode. My partner is under the weather, so we'll go ahead and kick off our first episode back uh, with me just doing dolo joy for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy. Got a couple of little topics in the last couple of weeks that have been going on, and uh, we will discuss uh, a little bit of them. So we're going to go ahead and just jump right into our regular episode. And I want to start off with one of the funniest things that I've seen in the last couple of days. So there's this new TV show called The House of Villains. I don't know what channel it comes on, but I might have to watch it simply because of the first fucking clip that I came across. The first clip, apparently New York from, I believe it's Flavor of Love she was on. Uh, New York, very popular uh, reality host, reality show person. Versus Amorosa, another very popular, if not (laughs) well-known, um person in the reality TV world, apparently uh, New York was about to get kicked off the show, and instead of pleading to her people on the show to keep her, she basically said, y'all better recognize the petting order, I'm the HBIC up in this motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes on from there, Amorosa has something to say about it. I'm just going to play the clip real fast for you guys so you can go ahead and hear what exactly went down. Well, apparently with technical difficulties, I'm not going to be able to play the clip, but I will go ahead and read what she said. So Omarosa basically goes, so you're telling me I don't have to vote for you, blah, 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 blah. And she said, since I already said that, Omarosa, I may also, may I also say that I find you to be a cocksucking, cum-guzzling Republican cunt, she told her in part. And I sleep better at night knowing that you're not in the White House. Now, when I tell you that Everybody in the studio was gagging their ass off. That shit was fucking hilarious. There was not an open mouth in the motherfucking in the motherfucking studio. It was right on time. It was one of the best reads I've heard from uh, TV. But that I'm watch. I don't really watch reality TV anyway, so I guess I can't really say that. But it's one of the best things that I've heard. Uh, Omarosa hit with in a long time. <laughs> and I'm not a fan of Omarosa. I think she's retarded. I hate her. Um, but I mean, you know, that is the the life of reality TV stars. I thought that shit was fucking hilarious. I'm definitely going to have to check out this show. I've heard from one of my boys that watched it with his wife that it's actually freaking hilarious. So definitely maybe have something to be that I may have to get into. But I just thought that was hilarious. If you haven't seen it, check it out or at least look up that clip because that clip is fucking vicious. It's hilarious. Um, Missy Elliott was finally, finally inducted into the hip hop or excuse me, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, She's the first female rapper to ever, ever, ever be inducted into the hip hop Hall of Fame. And she was uh, inducted by Queen Latifah. If this happened on November 3rd, a Friday. And basically, Missy Elliott uh, paid tribute to the other female rappers who came before her. 
including Peppa of Salt and Peppa, MC Light, Roxanne Shantae, and Moni Love, and of course Queen Latifah herself. She basically said, "We all uh, we all love music in some form, and for all those people who have already been up on stage, I was just listening to their to other people's stories and being like, wow, they've been around." And that's why I'm in shock because they have so many years on me, which basically means there's so many people who have been in in the fucking music industry for decades at this time. Like I know Shaka Khan was just recently in, inducted into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Shaka Khan been performing for like 40 some years. So it's kind of crazy that it takes so many talented artists a really, really, really long ass time to get inducted into something like the the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is one of the biggest honors that you can get musically, no matter what genre of music it is. Because it's not like they just do rock and roll, obviously. They do rock and roll, hip-hop, pop, R&B. It's included in everything. They just call it the hip, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I think this is vicious. I think it is past time for people to really get the flowers that they are owed. Uh, Missy was just inducted last year into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Now this year she's in, in, in that, in, um, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She's already gotten the, what, the, uh, I forgot what MTV calls that damn award, but it's the award for, like, a lifelong, basically vicious musical history from uh, from uh, MTV, and she deserves all of it. Like, Missy deserves all of the plaques and everything that come her way, so I'm very, very proud of that for her, and I'm very, very happy that the music industry has shown Missy the love and the respect that she definitely has been owed through all of these years. So congratulations, Missy Misdemeanor Elliott, for being inducted into Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Also, LL Cool J inducted DJ Cool Herc, one of the, the godfather of hip-hop, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year at the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, which I think is something fucking special to not only have the godfather of hip-hop, but also hip-hop's first MC nominated at the same time to and inducted into the into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Basically, LL said it's a it's a culture that changed my life and changed the lives of millions and millions of people. When Herc first started, there was no accountants for re, uh, record companies that believed in it, but Herc believed in it. And this is 50 uh, 50th anniversary of hip hop, so it's all more appropriate that we are here to honor and recognize one of the founding fathers of hip hop, DJ Cool Herc. This is so fucking dope. Again, it's just showing that not only is hip-hop become one of the biggest genres in music, but it actually has been being respected and being honored for what it is and what it has contributed to this uh, musical society, the world in general. So again, it is fucking awesome to see that Cool Herc and Missy Elliott were... Uh, inducted into the hip uh, rock and roll hall of fame i want to keep calling it the hip-hop hall of fame but it is the rock and roll hall of fame excuse me for my slips with my tongue and i i fucking fantastic like way to go i i want to see more rappers especially the older ones that really really paved the way for how hip-hop is going to be inducted into the hall of fame i do want to see the Nas's. i do want to see the jay-z's you know i do want to see you know other artists that i grew up loving but, I mean, you've got uh, Rakim, you've got Big Daddy Kane, uh, you've got, it's just, there's so many fucking people from the 80s, and excuse me, it's a little late, my mind is a little fried, but so many artists from the 80s 
in the early 70s that came up through hip-hop to create it, to make it was when I grew up in the 90s, to, to what it is now with, all, with everyone growing up now, listening to what hip-hop is. So, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, glad to see that you guys are actually on top of this shit. It's fucking awesome, and keep the good times rolling. Now, <laughs> uh, Lauren Hill decided to actually go off on her fans about her being late to shows and stuff. Uh, she's been criticized recently for canceling shows and, you know, saying well, she said she needed the rest of her vocal cords. So she canceled her Philly show, but she's planning on uh, coming back and redoing that show later on a later date. But she definitely has been plagued by complaints about tardiness for years now. And she decided to basically clap back at all the critics. She basically said, they say, oh, she, she's late. She's late tonight. Hill said, matter-of-factly, yo, y'all are lucky I make it to this blood clot stage every night. I leave my soul on this stage, and I don't do it because they let me do it. I do it because I stand in here in, her, in, here in the name of God, and I know it. God who allows me to do it. It is God who allows me to do it. She was basically surrounded by family, and this is the 25th anniversary of the miseducation of Lauren Hill. She's also touring with the Fugees right now, which makes it like a, you know, a um um a, a group show also, which is, I think is really fucking vicious. But hey, if you late to shows as an artist, and it's well late to shows as an artist, I mean, stop being late. That's really the only thing that you can do to counteract that problem. If you have a problem with being late, you need to work on being early. I don't care what your chakras are feeling like or whatever, whatever. If, the, if you're supposed to hit the stage at 9, hit the stage at 9. At least hit the stage by 9.15. Shit, I don't care if you're 15 minutes late, but don't be no hour late and shit like that. That's just kind of ridiculous. And you also got to think about, yeah, you're the one putting on the show, and we paid, but we paid to come see you. Our time is valuable. I mean, time is money, is it not? That's what everybody in America say, right? So time is money. We had to take our time. We had to spend time at work to earn the money to go to the show to watch you perform, you are earning money because we paid for the show to watch you perform, so, I mean, that's kind of a contract, is it not? You have to come on and perform when you say you're going to, ain't no reason for you to be no hour late, two hours late starting your show, that's just kind of foolishness, and the fact that you think that you can just go on stage and kind of like, you know, get on, get on your, on your, on your, your fans and stuff and be like, yo, I don't care if I'm late, I'm here putting my soul on the blah, 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 yeah, okay, you putting your soul on that, that's what you're supposed to do as a performer. But as a performer, you're also supposed to be on time to start your performance. It doesn't really matter what it is that is going on with you. I mean, if you got to cancel the show, cancel the show, and take the heat for that. But don't get on there, and though. Like, don't be seriously, seriously late having people wait and shit for you. You know, people got to get babysitters and shit. People got to have all types of shit planned for their lives to take care of other shit like children and animals and all type of other stuff so that they can come see you perform. And when you don't perform when you're supposed to perform, that messes up the plans for everybody. It's not, I mean, you're rich. This is your time. You know what I'm saying? You don't have no plans after the show. People got to go home and get shit done or take care of shit and put shit, put the kids to bed and all that other shit. You know what I'm saying? People have lives too. And their time is valuable. Yes, Miss Hill, your time is valuable, but our time is valuable too. And you have to respect that. Point blank, period. All right. In other news, apparently 6ix9ine cannot leave the Dominican Republic due to these assaults that he has incurred. And I'm going to read a little something from this article as to why. According to immigration uh, attorney Felix Portes, 
the rapper, tried to depart on the Dominican Republic on a private jet not too long ago. However, when he got on the plane, he triggered what is known as an Alteria Migrateria or Immigration Alert. The attorney further claims that this immigration alert forced the grounding of his plane, and 6ix9ine is now on the lam in the Caribbean country. A warrant has also been issued for his arrest for attempting to flee. So basically, it says trying to leave the country on a private jet, uh, Takashi 6ix9ine turned out to have set off an immigration alert. The journey was aborted. The popular artist is refugee is a, is in refugee whereabouts unknown, and there is a arrest warrant f- issued for hits and injuries on th- and threats. So essentially, when he apparently got into it with some people last uh, last month, I think it was, and he got arrested for assault charges in the Dominican Republic. Apparently, his ass is not supposed to leave. And I guess he thought he could be slick and leave. And they grounded his plane with quickness. So there you go, 6ix9ine. Again, you out here fucking up, thinking that you are above the rules of everything that's going on. And the Dominicans said, uh, they're coming after you. Nigga, you are a fugitive in their country. You are fleeing the fucking feds in in, in another fucking country. Bro, you are just doing everything in your power to fuck your own life up. I mean, I'm here for to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I never really cared for you as an artist, period. But, I mean, now that you're internationally doing dumb stuff, now you're back in the interest zone. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't give a fuck about what, what was going on while you was here. But you fucking up internationally? Oh, this is something to see. This is something to hear about. So I will be paying attention to this. And, again, I just think it's fucking hilarious that this man is really tried to have the audacity to just buck the law in another country and just flagrantly not give an F about it. That's one of the... Uh, that's just... <laughs> I don't even know what to qualify it as. It's it's so crazy, it just make my head hurt. But 6 9 this is not going to end well for you. You need to learn how to, first of all, just not get into it with people, not assault people, not... Do dumb shit, not say dumb shit to people that would make them come after you in order to catch an assault charge. And number two, sit the fuck down and do what the fucks the feds tell you you need to do. It would just be easier on you in the long run. You wouldn't have to do all this dumb shit and come up with all these dumbass excuses about why you did all this dumb shit. Because you know we're going to hear about it later. He's going to get online. He's going to start ranting and raving about, oh, well, this, 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 and that, 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 and blah, 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 blah. He's going to be sounding like the motherfucking... Like, you know, young Latino Trump and shit like that. Talking about how he's such a victim. He's such a victim. We already know that you are not a victim in any of the shit that you do. You are well orchestrated in, and, and involved in all the shit that you do. Nothing is not your fault. At least that I have seen so far. So, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens with 6 9 We'll keep you abreast with it. If I'm missing any information, I would definitely love to hear from any of our listeners that might have any more information, you can hit us up at HQ Podcast, HQ Podcast, H C U B E D Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. <laughs> All right, I thought this was a cool little thing. Uh, this is definitely something from my youth, but New Edition is going to Las Vegas and they're having a 2024 residency. I think this is actually really cool. I hope that all of the members are coming. I hope that all of the members are, will be participating the entire time because that, for some reason, always seems to be a problem with New Edition. Whenever New Edition gets back together, one or two people, usually Bobby, end up leaving, and it's always a thing. 
Bobby has always thought that, uh, in my opinion, Bobby has always thought that he was too big for New Edition, even when they got back together a couple of times. Uh, right now, I'd say that he definitely is not because he ain't doing shit. New Edition ain't doing shit. Might as well go back and make all that money with New Edition on the residency. I hope it really works out. Uh, usually when groups get to get back together, usually especially large groups of performers, doesn't always uh, turn out too well. It's usually always infighting. Uh, look at uh, Escape. There was fighting amongst them. I think there was fighting amongst uh, SWV. I don't. Uh, there was fighting amongst In Vogue before. I don't know if they're fighting, if they're still a threesome, or if they're back to a foursome, or if they're going to be a threesome again. Because I just found out that they will be performing in the Macy's Day Parade this year for the, uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, so who knows? But good luck to New Edition. I won't be going to see you guys in Vegas, but I definitely will check out clips of the residency to see how it's going. And to I'll be monitoring to see if there's any blow-ups or breakups during the entire residency thing. Now, speaking of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, not only is In Vogue been asked to come and perform for the parade, but so has the singer Brandy. Brandy is one of my favorites from the 90s. Her smooth, sultry, soprano-ish voice. I love everything that Brandy does, and Brandy has come out and released a new uh, original Christmas song. It's the first original Christmas song that Brandy has ever made, and it's called Christmas Party for Two. Now, I did listen to it before the show, and I liked it. It wasn't bad. Um, it wasn't anything too, too special, and it didn't really essentially sound Christmassy. It just kind of sounded like another R&B song, but it was about Christmas events. Uh, maybe it'll grow on me. Who knows? But you guys check it out and let me know what you think. Or, you know, just check it out if you want to. You don't have to hit me up about it. But I would love to know what other people think about it, especially other Brandy fans out there. Because I know we have a contingent of R&B fans here that listen to us as well. So, you know, uh, hopefully New Edition does their thing. And good luck to both Brandy and In Vogue for performing in the Macy's Day Parade. Now, we don't really like to bring up Soldier Boy anymore because of his ranting and all his raving and stuff. But I feel like this time it's pretty relevant to bring him up, considering that he is going at J. Cole of all people. Now, why is he going after J. Cole, you may ask? J. Cole basically said initially... He wasn't really rocking with Soldier Boy's music, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then he came to realize that, no, okay, you know, this joint is good, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he had a turnaround on his, on his thought process. I have not reached that level yet, <laughs> so, but we'll, we'll, we continue on. Apparently, of course, when Soldier Boy heard about this, he was not too happy, and he decided to have words uh, not to have words with J. Cole, but to have words at J. Cole. <laughs> Basically, he is ranting and raving about how you know you you a bitch. Uh, you fuck you and your fans. Uh, you know you like my music. You know I'm, I'm classic out here, blah, blah, blah. Don't nobody fuck with your music. Fuck out, fuck fame, fuck streams. Don't want me rep uh, replying to shit. Don't speak to me, J. Cole. You a bitch and stamped. I keep my name out of your mouth. So, you know, the same usual uh, Soulja Boy things. Uh, he is very good at getting online and making himself look completely stupid. But you know what? Um, 
that is Soldier Boy, and that is Soldier Boy's thing. And he's always going to get online and misunderstand what anybody ever says about him. And he's going to take it as a shot. And I think that's just because so many people have taken shots at Soldier Boy over the years that he's just uber, uber sensitive to anything about him and his music. And he doesn't know how to shut his mouth about how he feels about anything. Now, you know, most of us are very well-spoken and we're not going to shut our mouths when people say shit about us. But at the same time, we don't get online and sound a whole entire fool talking about other people and saying shit that don't make sense about other people. Now, apparently Nicki Minaj was not having it because she got involved and was like, yo, he didn't say, you know, he said that he didn't like you at first, but he didn't, he wasn't taking shots at you because he started then praising your music. And then apparently this actually got to Soldier Boy and he said, Nicki uh, just told me I took what he said wrong and what he was and that he was showing love. So I'm going to let it go. My bad, y'all. I really thought dude was hating on me. My bad, dog. J. Cole, sorry for the confusion. Keep doing your shit. We from two different worlds. I stand on. I stand on what I stand on. It's hard coming from where I did, man. I dealt with a lot of hate my whole career, so it's just messed up to think it would come from you. Now, again, Soulja Boy has the inability to listen and understand what a lot of people are saying about him. Because I don't feel like, yes, a lot of people clown him, including us, including me, and a lot, but a lot of people actually praise him. And he will go at anybody who essentially says his name. And that's just a bad look because that just proves that you don't have any type. First of all, you don't listen, you don't comprehend, and you don't understand what people say to you, which is a big problem in itself, which is probably why a lot of people ain't really fucking with you. Because if you can't have a conversation with somebody or you can't even take, like, you know, com like compliments or... um you know, uh, 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 what is the word? <laughs> what the fuck is the word called? Compliments or criti criticisms about yourself, then most people ain't gonna wanna fuck with you because anybody gonna wanna say, oh, just because you gave somebody a like criticism that you, here you come full gun blazes, uh, shouting a million miles an hour, a million words an hour, cussing everybody out, fuck you this, fuck you that, fuck you this, fuck you that. Anybody trying to hear that bullshit all the same, all the goddamn time. And that's pretty much what you get from Soldier Boy anytime you say something to this man. So Nikki basically had to come and set the record straight. Now, Nikki setting the record straight is some shit I was not prepared for because usually Nikki is the one who will like amp up the drama, although usually it's only on wax. Or, or in slightly, slightly, uh, slightly barbed words that she'll say, like on her radio show or podcast or whatever the fuck it is that Queen Radio is. But at this point, I'm glad that she was able to get Soldier Boy together because there was really no need for him to go at J. Cole like that. Now, I know J. Cole would have not gone back at, 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 at Soldier Boy because that's just not how the fuck J. Cole is. But I'm glad that somebody stuck up for J. Cole. And also put Soldier Boy in his fucking place. This needs to happen more often. And Soldier Boy, if you're gonna be a person out here in the fucking world that has you have people have access to on Twitter and Instagram, TikTok, whatever the fuck else that you're on, you need to learn how to take criticisms and not blow the fuck up on people. Cause this is getting ridiculous. Every time somebody criticizes you or someone hates on you, air quotations, as you say it. 
you don't always have to reply. In fact, the, the stronger thing, the bigger thing to do is not reply if it ain't nothing serious. And what J. Cole said, even the little bit of criticism that he gave you in that love that he gave you was not serious. And yet you took it as if he said, oh, Soulja Boy always been trash. Fuck that nigga. I ain't never listened to that nigga music in my life. I don't know why motherfuckers listen. That's not what the fuck he said. You need to listen and understand what it is that people say about you and just fucking either really and just don't say anything about it unless it's super, super egregious and super, super wrong. And usually no one is wrong about what what the fuck it is that they say. You just like to get on and open your mouth and it's the only thing keeping you relevant. Am I lying? When was the last time we heard any music from Soldier Boy? When was the last time Soldier Boy did anything worth really getting praised over without getting clowned over? It's usually some dumb rant that he goes on that people then get online and crucify him over because it didn't need to happen. So he gets hate on top of hate because he does it himself. He brings it to himself. And I mean, I don't know why he's not tired of doing that to himself. I mean, look at him. He looks terrible now. He's skinny. He's gaunt. He does not look healthy. And all of this stuff has to be, you know, has to have a hand in in the way he is and the condition that's going on with him right now. Please go see a mental health professional. You know what I'm saying? Like, get your shit right, because we tired of hearing it. This is some old bullshit, and we all are tired of it. Now, apparently, uh, DJ Academics has opened his mouth, and he went against... He, he said something about a female artist, and I wish I could remember who it was, but somehow Saucy Santana got involved in it, and I only remember what's been going on with the whole Saucy Santana shit. Apparently... Uh, let me see. Let me see. Well, uh, Saucy Santana basically said, uh, said that he wanted to fight DJ Academics. DJ Academics was like, yeah, come to my, come to my headquarters, blah, blah, blah. And Saucy Santana said, man, fuck a headquarters, man. Catch me out in the street. Catch me out in the club. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And then I'm going to fuck you in the ass, which is whoa. (laughs) But I mean, like the fact that he's going up against him, calling him all type of shit, saying that he's basically like an aberration and shit like that. I mean, I know it's a big thing in in, in in Jamaican culture. They don't really deal with, with gay people. They don't really like like having gay people around, whatever, whatever. But uh, don't bring that around these people who obviously have a little more in their belt than, than you do when it comes to physical. Because I think Saucy Santana would body the shit out of, <laughs> out of fucking DJ academics. And I don't want to know what would happen next after that. And apparently, of course, this nigga, Wack 100, has to get involved in everything. So he said that he was going to get somebody. Uh, what was this person's name? This person. Sorry, I'm not prepared. I'm actually prepared, but I just lost where the person's name was. Started with a D, though. Who the fuck is it? I don't even know. But some dude. He said it was gay that, that apparently he rocked with that he would pull uh, he was gonna get him to pull up on Saucy Santana and fight. And apparently the dude isn't gay. He said he's bisexual, but he said fucking uh, I will pull up. He ain't gonna do shit to me. And basically, it's a whole fucking thing. First of all, why are we? Why do we ever get Whack One Hundred involved in anything anymore? Why is he a person that people feel like they have to flock to and run to? to about anything in 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 hip hop or in in the culture why is he a thing he could easily not be a thing if y'all motherfuckers just stop fucking with him he's not gatekeeping nothing cuz he can't gatekeep nothing 
Like, maybe back in the day he gatekeep some shit, but you can't do that shit now in the, in the world of technology and shit. Whack 100 is just what his name says. Whack to the 100th degree. So, just fucking let that nigga drop off somewhere and leave him the fuck alone. Now, Saucy Santana apparently has threatened uh, academics. And, oh, the guy's name is Donat, the one that acad- that uh, Whack 100 wants to send after Saucy Santana. So, this is probably going to go on for a while. Because it's the internet and it's niggas and it's niggatry on the internet. Don't really have too too much else to say about it. I just think the whole thing is funny. <laughs> and it's fun it's gonna be funny if fucking DJ Academics actually gets his ass whooped by Saucy Santana if he if they find each other in the street. Cause I have no doubt in my motherfucking mind that Saucy Santana can fight. And I'm sure he can fight better than DJ Academics. So I'm sure academics just don't want that smoke. Maybe he's actually hitting Whack 100 up to look for protection. Who the fuck knows? The whole shit is fucking stupid. And, I mean, that's just what niggas do these days, right? I guess. I don't know. Um. Okay, that's about all the information that I had to share today with you guys. I know it's a shorter episode, but it is just me by myself. And you know that I talk really, really fast. <laughs> so... I don't have any recommendations for anybody this week, but uh, after such a long hiatus, um, yes, I went to California for my friend's wedding. It was awesome. Congratulations, Gio and Audrey Pike Soto. Uh, also, anybody who is aware of a DJ named DJ Benzi, uh, my boy Jonathan, who is Gio's brother, got DJ Benzi to perform at their wedding. So if you are into that type of stuff, now, To me, I thought it was going to be a straight-up EDM DJ, but he actually mixed, like, some pop, rock, and rap songs in with some electronic beats and other stuff. Actually, it was pretty cool. So if you haven't checked out DJ Benzie, I guess that's my my recommendation this week. Check out DJ Benzie. But other than that, you guys, be good. And if you can't be good, at least be the best you can. And make your mama proud. And also, as my man say, Fucking use your fucking seatbelts. I mean, use your fucking uh, turn signals and all that other shit. shit. Also, seatbelts just to be safe. Not that other shit. We're coming back next with another uh, regular episode. And then we're going to slip into a, a feature episode. Not a featured episode, but a topic episode. Uh, I think probably about violent hip-hop songs. So that'll be something to pay attention to coming up. But I will check y'all later. Be good. Take care of each other. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Yo, we love you. Peace. <laughs>